0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Today we're starting chapter 4 of 1 Peter verses 1 through 6. You see, Christ-like living is serious business. Let me say that again. Christ-like living, it's serious business. Getting serious about living and dying for our Lord Jesus. How can we view suffering the way Christ viewed it? How can we have the mind of Christ in regards to suffering? The two phrases, suffered for us in the flesh and suffered in the flesh, are referring to Christ's death. Yesterday, we studied 1 Peter 3.18, which clearly explains how and why Christ suffered. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that He might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened or made alive by the Spirit. Jesus died if we suffer with the same mind that christ said then we must be willing to die for the cause of christ the worst thing that can happen to a believer is death which is the best thing that can happen to a believer he no longer has to wrestle with sin and temptation peter wrote for he that has suffered in the flesh those who have died for their faith has ceased from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men but to the will of god in essence Peter was saying that the individual who dies for his faith gets the privilege of going to heaven early and does not have to fight fleshly lusts anymore. Now in heaven, he does only the will of God and not the will of a wicked mind or a wicked flesh. Now, being willing to die and being excited about dying are two different things. Once you are dead, you will live only to do the will of God rather than the lust of men. But obviously you are not dead or you would not be listening to this Bible study right now. Your desire in life should be the same as that of death. To do the will of God rather than the will of the Gentiles or unbelievers. If the lust of men, the will of Gentiles, is sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, the will of God is, ready, love, joy, joy. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Which will you give in to the most? Peter reminded these new believers that they had already spent enough time, plenty of time, too much time living in the evil that unbelieving pagans choose and love to do. When Christ takes hold of a life, many loves become hates, and hates become loves. Peter also reminded them that a heart without Christ loves lustful immorality, drunken wild parties, and frenzied idolatrous worship. When God changes a heart, He changes its desires. What do you really hate? What do you love? What do you hate so much you never ever want to see it, hear it, or experience it again? What do you love so much you cannot wait to embrace it once more? Hey, let's ask David. Psalm 97, 10. You who love the Lord hate evil. Psalm 101, 3. I hate the work of them that turn towards evil. Psalm 116, verse 1. I love the Lord because he heard my earnest prayers. Psalm 119, 104. I love understanding and hate lies and false way of living. Psalm 119, 127. I love God's commandments more than the finest gold. Psalm 119, verse 163, I love God's law and hate and abhor lying. Psalm one ten, one sixty seven, 167, I love God's testimonies exceedingly. When you love God and hate sin, your unbelieving friends, acquaintances, and co-workers, get this, will think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot speaking evil of you. In other words, your former friends will gossip, falsely accuse you of wickedness, and really even start evil rumors about you just because you refuse to join in with the excessively wicked things that they do. Have you ever been lied about or falsely accused? It is a type of suffering that hurts on the inside as much as maybe physical suffering hurts on the outside. I love how the commentator John Henry Jowett explains the possible heart attitude of those who attack sin-hating believers. Quote, they are astounded, they are arrested in wonder. A Christian's purity in life can make the world stop and think. It can cause them to wonder or even wish they had the same boldness to say no to a life that brings 20-minute thrills but no lasting satisfaction, not even until tomorrow morning. These same unbelievers who seek to pressure you into sin and wickedness are spiritually nearsighted. They refuse to look into the future, admit that they will personally face God, who will judge them for how they treated you, what they said about you, and the rejection of both you and God. All men will face God as judge and give an account to him. When Peter said that God was ready to judge, he meant that our omniscient God was and is prepared with detailed information to make a fair judgment. He knows when and why he was rejected by them. There will be no lawyers or defense counsels to contradict the compiled evidence that God has against those who have rejected Him and persecuted His people. Just because unbelievers do not believe the truth does not change the truth. Man's only hope as he faces God's judgment is embedded and explained in 1 Peter 4.6. It is the gospel. Peter was writing to families whose family members were martyred by unbelievers. Even though they were falsely judged and killed, the spirits of those who had trusted Christ's death, burial, and resurrection were still alive and in the presence of God. The persecutors thought that they had gained victory when, in essence, they gave the believers exactly what they desired, the opportunity to walk right into the presence of God. If your life was immediately taken from you, how do you know you would walk into the very presence of God? 1 Peter 4, 1 through 6 forces us to ask two very important questions. Are we willing to die for Christ? Are we willing to live for Christ by refusing to join the unbelievers' wicked lifestyles? Hey, two big questions, and I hope your answer is one that truly honors and glorifies your God. Our time's up. I hope you enjoyed the meditation today. If you want more information to kind of help you, Uh, with any struggles in life. Go to RandHummel.com. A lot of help there, but I hope that today you have a good day.